All right. Some of that makes sense to me, Bill. I mean, there's certainly more for me to ponder than I thought about there being a God and design and uh, the consequences if you're right and I'm wrong. Uh, I really do need to think more about who God is and is there a God. But now let me ask you another question that has always bothered me. If there's a God, uh, I have trouble believing that he kind of intersects the time-space dimension and does all of these miracles. There's Moses and the Red Sea and Jesus walking on water. And, of course, there's the resurrection. Russ and I have talked about the resurrection before. And uh, how in the world does a, a rational person uh, with a scientific background even begin to believe that they're miracles? Are you saying, Larry, that you find it unlikely that if there is a God, he would step into human history and do these dramatic kinds of miracles or that he's done so in the past? Yeah, I think that's right. Well, there's a helpful story I'll give you, but in order for the story to work, you have to imagine that the characters in it can talk. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm in. Go. It's a story about a flower, a dog, a man, and God. A flower and a dog are in a meadow having a conversation. The dog says, it's hot. I'm going to trot over to the shade. Flower says, you can't trot to the shade. You have to bloom where you're planted. Dog says, you're crazy. Watch this. He trots to the shade, and the flower says, wow, that's a miracle. Well, it would have been a miracle if the flower had trotted to the shade, but not for the dog. Okay, next thing happens, the dog gets a call from its master, and he says, we're going to go hunting. Dog gets all excited, but the man says, I'm going to look in the newspaper first to see what the weather's going to be. Dog says, you can't look at a piece of paper and learn something about the weather. Man says, sure I can. For once, the weather report was right, and the dog's amazed, and he says, that's a miracle. Well, if the dog had read the weather report, that would have been a miracle, but, but it wasn't a miracle for the man. Okay, I think I see where this is going. All right, well, next, the man shoots a bird. It falls into the water. It's 35-degree water, and the man and the dog get into an argument about who's going to get wet and get that bird. And all of a sudden, God comes along and he says, well, nobody needs to get wet. I'll walk on top of the water and get the bird. And the man says, you can't walk on top of water. God says, really? Watch this. He walks on the water, comes back with the bird, and the man says, wow, that's a miracle. Well, it would have been a miracle if the man had walked on top of the water, but it wasn't a miracle for God. What you're saying is what may seem to be like a miracle to some may be almost an everyday common occurrence for another. Well, if there's a God who created water and, in fact, everything in the universe, then he could walk on water if he wanted to. And it's not even difficult or surprising for him to do it. So the point is, if there is a God who can act, then acts of God are both possible and reasonable. The only question is, what's the evidence that any of this miraculous activity has actually taken place? We're all skeptical about some reports of miracles, but the question is, is there a basis for believing any of them? Do you have an example of any that really actually happened? Well, for me, Larry, Exhibit A in the case for miracles is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. There was a professor at Harvard Law School in the late 1800s named Simon Greenleaf who was an ardent skeptic. He didn't believe in the resurrection of Christ, and some of his students challenged him to investigate it. As a result of his investigation, he did a complete 180-degree turnaround and became a passionate follower of Christ. 
Now here's somebody who's brilliant. He's trained in the field of legal investigation and he's a skeptic who didn't want it to be true, yet he came to believe it actually happened. Now, does that prove that the resurrection happened because he came to believe it? Well, no, but it does prove that there's a tremendous amount of evidence which most people, believers and non-believers alike, have never examined. So I'd simply challenge any honest skeptic to take an objective look at the evidence for the resurrection of Christ. All right, I'm in. Where would I look for uh, that evidence? I got to read the Bible, or can I find it someplace else? Well, there are a lot of great resources, but I would recommend a book by Lee Strobel called The Case for Christ. He has four chapters in that book on the evidence for the resurrection specifically, in addition to other chapters on the historical reliability of the eyewitnesses who told about what they saw.